0: Thank mm-hmm. you.
1: Thanksgiving celebration, uh, we, we indeed have, have much to be thankful for, and so we gather together as God's people, and we rejoice with one another, and we give our thanks and our praise to our God as the body of Christ. Uh, for those who are listening or watching online, uh, as I always remind you, you can go to our website, which is chapelofthecross.org, and there under the Resources tab, you'll find the bulletin for the service, so you can follow along. You may also give your offering uh, under the Give tab there on the home page. If you brought your gifts for Helping Hands Food Pantry today, I thank you very much for doing that. That is a great blessing to our community. If you forgot to bring that today, that's okay. Uh, we always have a, a gathering spot here at Chapel Cross, so, so anytime you come to church and want to give an, a food offering to uh, our, our people in our commu- community, you can do that. Just place that in the, in the shopping cart that's over there by the church office. So thank you for those who brought their donations today. God's blessings as you worship this day, we begin by singing together our opening hymn, Come, You Thankful People, Come. That's printed in your bulletin on page two, and we stand to sing it together.
2: Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. How many are your works, O Lord? In wisdom you made them all. The earth is full of your creatures. When you give it to them, they gather it up. When you open your are When you send your spirit, they are created. You renew the faces of the earth. I will sing to the Lord all my life. I will sing praise to my God all my life. Our help is in the name of the Lord. You made the earth. If you, O Lord, kept a record of sin, O Lord, who could stand? No one,
0: you are pure. Therefore we are feared.
2: Since we are gathered to hear God's word, Call upon him in prayer and praise, and receive the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ in the fellowship of the altar. Let us first consider our unworthiness and confess before God and one another that we have sinned in thought, word, and deed, and that we cannot free ourselves from our sinful condition. Together, as his people, let us take refuge in the infinite mercy of God, our heavenly Father, seeking his grace for the sake of Christ, and saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. Almighty God, have mercy upon us, forgive us our sins, and lead us to everlasting life. Amen. Almighty God, in his mercy, has given his Son to die for you, and for his sake forgives you all your sins. As a called and ordained servant of Christ and by his authority, I therefore forgive you all of your sins. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. God you provided us all we need for our bodies and lives lead us by your Holy Spirit to see and be thankful for all the blessings you give us thanking you with our lips and our lives through Jesus Christ your son our Lord who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit one God now and forever amen please be seated The Old Testament reading is from the eighth chapter of Deuteronomy. Be careful to follow every command I am giving you today so that you may live and increase and may enter and possess the land that the Lord promised on oath to your forefathers. Remember how the Lord your God led you all the way in the desert these 40 years to humble you and to test you in order to know what was in your heart whether or not you would keep his commands he humbled you causing you hunger and then feeding you with manna which neither you nor your father's had known to teach you that man does not live on bread alone but on every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord your clothes did not wear out and your feet did not swell during these 40 years Know then in your heart that as man disciplines his son, so the Lord your God disciplines you. Observe the commands of the Lord your God, walking in his ways and revering him. For the Lord your God is bringing you into a good land, a land with streams and pools of water, with springs flowing in the valleys and hills, a land with wheat, barley, vines, and fig trees, pomegranates, olive oil and honey. A land where bread will not be scarce and you will, not, you will lack nothing. A land where the rocks are iron and you can dig copper out of the hills. When you have eaten and are satisfied, praise the Lord your God for the good land he has given you. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God we read responsibly Psalm 67. May God be gracious to us and bless us and make his face shine upon us.
0: Your be earth, your among
2: all May the peoples praise you, O God. May all the peoples praise you. May May the peoples praise you, O God. May all the peoples praise you.
0: Land, start,
2: and God, God will bless us. Will bless us. All the,
0: will
2: fear the epistle reading is from the first Timothy, the second chapter. I urge then, first of all, that request prayers, intercessions, And thanksgiving be made for everyone for kings and all those in authority that we may live peacefully peaceful and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness this is good and pleases god our savior who wants all men to be saved and to come to a knowledge of the truth this is the word of the lord Rise for the reading of the Holy Gospel. The Holy Gospel according to Saint Luke, the 17th chapter. Glory Glory to you, O God Lord. Lord. Now on his way to Jerusalem, Jesus traveled along the borders between Samaria and Galilee. As he was going into a village, 10 men who had leprosy met him. They stood at a distance and called out in a loud voice, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. When he saw them, he said, Go, show yourselves to the priest. And as they went, they were cleansed. One of them, when he saw that he was healed, came back, praising God in a loud voice. He threw himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him. And he was a Samaritan. Jesus asked, Were there not ten cleansed? where are the other nine was no one found to return and give praise to god except this foreigner then he said to him rise and go your faith has made you well this is the gospel of the lord praise Praise to you O christ Christ. please be seated as we sing our hymn for the word of the word praise to the lord the almighty
1: Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you. We have been taught from early on that, that that is what you say when you get a gift, when you get a blessing, when something does something nice for you. I mean, how often as a, as a parent have I said to my kids, when they've received something, what do you say? <laughs> we've been trained, we have been coached, we have been conditioned, we've been instructed, sometimes we've been threatened. Even if you're busy playing with that new toy, even if you don't feel like it, even if you didn't like the gift, you still say it. Someone gives something to you, something does something no- someone does something nice for you. What do you say? Thank you. And actually, if you follow that pattern throughout your life, that will serve you very, very well. Today's gospel reading is a pretty obvious reminder that we ought to thank God for the ways that he has blessed us. And it's almost as if those nine lepers, after their healing, needed somebody to ask them, what do you say? You received your blessing, you received your healing, you received that gift you're supposed to say, with gratitude in your heart. Thank you. Maybe you've noticed if you've come to a few Thanksgiving Day or Thanksgiving Eve services that service after service, year after year, this same gospel reading from the book of Luke is read. It's a, it's a very interesting text. And I guess the reason that the church invites us to, to look at this and use this over and over again on Thanksgiving Eve and Thanksgiving Day and doesn't even suggest an alternate reading is because we've always got something maybe a little new to learn from this text. And it's kind of nice, I think, when our Lord begins to tell us this little story about the 10 lepers and the one who came back. It's it's good, isn't it, that he made it so very simple for us. He uses simple math. I'm the first to admit that I'm not very good at math. That is not my gift. But even I don't have to pull out a calculator for this one. He says there are 10 lepers, nice even number, and one comes back. And you don't need a calculator to figure out that's 10%. 10%. 10%. Kind of gives you a chill, doesn't it? I mean, I see that percentage. I, I don't get a good feeling when I see that number. You've got to wonder what it does to the Lord. Well, I guess we, we know what it does to the Lord. We hear about it in this story from Luke 17. Jesus is on his way to the cross. He's almost there. He's on this little road, scripture says, that runs between Samaria and Galilee. And as he's going down this road, he's met by 10 lepers. And these people are sick. And I mean really, really sick. And on top of their terrible disease, that disease of leprosy, Because of that disease, they are feared people. And they are despised people. They are feared and despised by their society, by their community. Lepers, by law, were strictly quarantined. They were were required to live apart from everybody else, outside of the city. And if anybody happened to come near to them, they were to shout out and warn others to keep away from them. Unclean! Unclean, they shouted, so that others would not be contaminated by them and by their disease. Lepers were especially forbidden to approach the temple. They could not even go and worship their God. Unclean. Unclean. Feared and despised people. That's what they were. And these ten lepers, these feared and despised people, they come toward Jesus. And they, they didn't touch him. They didn't approach him. They didn't approach near by law. They couldn't do that. All they could do was to shout out, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. They could only cry that out. Have you got a little love? And could you share that love with us? Jesus, Master, have pity, have mercy. And Jesus stopped. He didn't touch them. He had done that before, you know, back in Luke chapter 5. He healed a leper and he touched that leper. He doesn't do that here. He doesn't approach them. He simply says to those lepers, go, show yourself to the priests. And they walked away. But they walked away, I think, with great hope. Otherwise, I think they would probably have stayed right there. But they walked away. All ten of them walked away. And as they're walking, the Bible says they looked at their skin and they saw their leprosy was disappearing. And their skin began to go again. They began to be healed. And, and I think they didn't walk anymore at this point. Do you? I, I think they began to run. I mean, the race is on. The race is on to go back to their families and their friends and their loved ones. The race is on to go to those priests and to the temple so they could be checked out. The race was on to get back to their occupations, back to their businesses. The race was on just to grab somebody and and shake their hand. They hadn't had a handshake in so long. The race was on to go find somebody and give them a big hug. They haven't felt a hug in so long. And while that race is going on, they lost one. Now isn't that something? Here's this little community of lepers and they were a, a good community. They probably stayed together most of the time. And they helped one another. Cared for one another. Had an interest in one another. Tragedy sometimes helps you do that, doesn't it? They were just this little community all by themselves. But suddenly, something divides them. Nine are now racing toward the priest and to the temple. One going the other direction he's going back to jesus and scripture says why he's going back to say thank you he's going back because he wants to be close to that one who loves him he's going back because he wants that relationship with his savior and there was nothing soft and there's nothing silent about his praise i'm sure it was loud i'm sure it was extremely loud the Bible says that he threw himself down at Jesus' feet, and he thanks him, and he praises him. Ten people were healed that day. Only one returned. Nine got to go to their families and businesses and friends. One got to go to his Redeemer. And and don't you just get that feeling in your heart like you want to say to those nine lepers who did not give thanks, what's the matter with you guys? Didn't your mother teach you better than that? What do you say? But you know, through the years, we have been part of those nine lepers who did not show gratitude. Haven't we? You've been part of that group. So have I. Oh, we've, we've got our excuses, I'm sure. And I'm sure those nine lepers did too. It's not that we're not grateful. It's not that we're not thankful. Ah, time just slipped away. Or I, I didn't think about it. So many other things going on and all. Or, you know, I, I really had it coming to me anyway, really. I've worked hard to get what I got. We, we've got our excuses for not showing gratitude, as I'm sure the nine lepers did. But let me tell you, Jesus did not make a mistake in healing all 10 of those lepers. Even when he knew those other guys were not going to be coming back. Even when he knew that having a relationship with him was not on the top of their list. Jesus did not make a mistake. And he did not make a mistake when he showed his love and his goodness and his grace to you and to me either. Even when we sometimes don't show our gratitude to him. What you see when you look at the Savior and how He deals with those lepers and how He deals with us is His incredible goodness. He just gives and gives and He gives and gives some more. I've shared this with with you before, but every time I think about this, I I think about a Kleenex box. You know, you take one out, and what happens? Oh, out comes another one. And you take that out. Well, there's another one. Take that out. Boop. There comes another one, and they keep on coming. It's the Lord's gifts. They keep on coming one after the other, although his never run out. And that's why you're here today, isn't it? Because you know he gives. And you know how he gives. And you know that his goodness is so lavish. You know, the Lord has said that when you see my goodness, when you see the mercy and the love and the grace and the concern and the forgiveness, the goodness I give to you, you have seen my glory. We have seen his goodness. And we have seen his glory. I guess that's why we come today, isn't it? See, that that one leper saw the goodness of Jesus. He saw Jesus' love for him. And he wanted to be close to that Jesus. He wanted to know that Redeemer. He wanted to have a relationship with him. And so he returned. And he shouted his praise. And he shouted his things. And I know sometimes when we say thank you to somebody, the response to that is sometimes, ah, don't mention it. (laughs) But that is not this Samaritan leper. He mentions it. He mentions it to Jesus. And I'll bet he mentioned it to a few others that day. Oh, thank you, Jesus. We have seen his lavish kindness too. We have seen how in baptism he picked us up and he says, you, my child, are mine and I love you so very much and I forgive you all of your sins and I'll always be with you to the very end. We have seen it as we come down that aisle and as we receive his body and blood in the sacrament as we're going to do again today. And we hear him say to us, I will continue to love you and I will continue to forgive you. I will continue to strengthen you. And we have heard in his word that story that never grows old. That story of how a man goes to the cross and gives up his life for his friends. And we say, oh, sometimes I'm not his friend. Sometimes I act like his enemy. Oh, but that's okay. Because he gave up his life on that cross for his enemies too. You have seen that goodness and you have felt that love and you know that forgiveness and you want to be close to that Christ. And so you return. You return to the Christ. And not just today on Thanksgiving Day, but tomorrow too. And not just tomorrow, but the day after that, and the day after that, and the day after that. We return every day to our Lord. We return to say thank you to him. And you think he says, ah, don't mention it. (laughs) Absolutely not. That's not this Samaritan leper, and it is not you or me. If there's one thing we learn in this text is that we absolutely ought to mention it. We mention it to Jesus, and we mention it to one another here. And I pray that you mention it to many, many more as you leave this place. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Amen. Now may the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, keep our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. Would you please stand with me as we confess together our common Christian faith in the words of the Nicene Creed that's printed for you on page 11 in your bulletin. Together we confess. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible and was crucified also for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered and was buried. And the third day he rose again, according to the Scriptures, and ascended into heaven, and sits at the right hand of the Father. And he will come again with glory to judge both the living and the dead, whose kingdom will have no end. And I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord and giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son together is worshipped and glorified, Who spoke by the prophets, and I believe in one holy Christian and apostolic church. I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins, and I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. You may be seated as we gather our offering to the Lord.
2: rise for prayer dear Heavenly Father you are the source of every blessing you know all of our needs and give them to us out of goodness and mercy with thankful hearts we reflect on your blessings hear our praise and accept our thanks for blessings of family and friends for brothers and sisters in Christ who share in our joys and sorrows, for food and shelter, for our nation and its leaders, for freedom to worship you, for our homes and schools, for our children and youth, for our church and the whole Christian church on earth, for faithful pastors, teachers, and church workers. physical blessings, we are grateful. But your blessings extend beyond our physical lives. For the spiritual blessings you pour out, we give thanks. For the new life in the waters of baptism. For the daily forgiveness and unconditional love. For working all things together for your glory. For your word of truth, keeping us in the faith and revealing your ways. Here are humble words of thanks. often we take your blessings for granted. We get used to the abundance of our nation and let blessings become expectations. Forgive us and give us grateful hearts. May your word come to us new each day. Give us your spirit of wisdom and revelation so we may know you better. Enlighten the eyes of our heart so we may see your presence in our lives. And keep us grounded in the faith so that in the end, we may feast with you in in life everlasting. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Lord be with you. with you lift up your hearts up let us give thanks to the Lord our God it
0: is right
2: to give Lord God creator of all things we humbly bow before you in thankfulness for your mercy to us as your redeemed people we know we are unworthy of your grace just gifts but here in this sacrament you abundantly provide for our need of forgiveness life and salvation we glorify your name and sing your praise for you are our god and you have redeemed us through the blood of your son jesus christ our lord therefore with angels and archangels and with all the therefore with angels of heaven the saints gathered around your throne and all those who confess you upon the earth we proclaim you to be our god holy and true amen Amen. Lord let us Lord hear us as we pray the prayer that Christ taught us our Father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever, amen. Our Lord Jesus Christ on the night when he was betrayed took bread and when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. In the same way also he took the cup after supper, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink of it, all of you. This is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Savior, Jesus Christ, given unto you. Please rise. May the eating and drinking of our, the body and blood of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, strengthen and preserve you in the true faith until life everlasting. Depart in peace. Amen. We pray. We give thanks to you, almighty God, that you have refreshed us through this salutary gift, and we implore you that of your mercy, you would strengthen us through the same faith toward you and in fervent love toward one another through Jesus Christ, your son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever, amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace, amen. Please remain standing as we sing our closing hymn. Now thank we all our God.